there's just enough chill in the air, some dust, and some diesel exhaust, but I love it because it means it's harvest time. The bins are all cleaned out, or at least they should be. The service techs are all highly caffeinated, and it's time to get to it. And we're coming along for the ride. Welcome to the Harvest Trail Podcast, where we're going to meet up with the heroes of the harvest and tell their stories. In hopes that when we're done, we're all a little smarter. And now to the show. All right, welcome back to the Harvest Trail Podcast. I am joined here by my good friend Kyle Smith, Midway Farm Equipment, Mountain Lake, Minnesota. Kyle, it doesn't get closer to the field than this, does it? Yeah, we are out in the field. We're literally sitting in a field in Mountain Lake, watching people bring in corn. This is a first for the podcast. You know, I, I just want to say congratulations. <laughs> I, I, I'm a, kind of a trendsetter, my, yeah. uh, my family would say. So. Yeah, yeah, you've, you've set the mold. So tell us a little bit about this uh, farm we're sitting on. Well, we're out at uh, Trent and Troy Harder's this morning. They're finishing up picking corn today, just south of town here. Uh, running a S97 combine with a... 3308 chopping head. We got a Challenger track tractor running the cart and a 8732S over on the uh, wagons. What's our temperature feel like today? I'd say it's probably about 40 with a five mile an hour breeze. This is good harvest weather. Yeah. This nice, is good harvest nice weather. Nice sunny morning. And it, I, don't, I don't know if there's pig houses, but if there are, we're probably upwind from them. So We are upwind from the turkey barns right uh, across the field there. And you know, you and I talked earlier that turkeys smell worse than pigs. Did you say worse uh, or the comparable, same? Comparable, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, and I like I like pork better than turkey, so that, for me, that adds into the equation. <laughs> yeah, you know, growing, growing up with cattle, and cattle, cattle is fine with me, but the, the I don't know, the pigs and, tur- and turkeys and chickens, that's a different smell. Cattle smells like money, in my opinion. Now, so so we're we're getting ready to finish up like here. They, it looks like they've had a a pretty good go. So so talking to Trent, we had some of the earlier varieties out here seem to have struggled, but the later varieties, I'm I'm guessing some moisture issues in there and such. Yeah, we had a wet spring, kind of a later wet spring, and then when it quit raining about Memorial Day, then it didn't rain. I think we probably got a couple inches there on the Fourth of July, and then a couple more inches first part of August, and that was it. Goodness. So it's, I think most farmers are quite surprised, pleased with the crops we did receive. You know, there's no bin busting crop, but I think everybody's pretty happy with what we got for as little of rain as we had. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, many of your farmers try some new things this year. And you saw a lot of these new sophisticated Massey Ferguson planters with the precision fit ups on them. Uh, you know, t- tell me some of your farmers, did that play into the mix? You know, you may not get the moisture you want, but you might get everything you want as far as seed placement and how you did it. How did that uh, buoy them a little well, bit? As far as new things guys were trying this year, uh, well, a couple of the planters we sold didn't make it in time for spring. Yeah. Uh, it seems to me we had one guy running a new precision planter. I think he was very happy with that. Seems like every year there's a few more guys kind of messing around with the cover crop stuff. Uh, I don't know if that's making much yield difference. You know, I think that's a long-term thing as far as improving soil health. Well, yeah, because, I mean, that's it's going to take some time 
to build up that organic matter and then use that to bind up your uh your your nutrients as you go in there and you know and it's also occurring during a touch of a change in the nutrient business um is manure you know we as we talked about earlier i was walking around in pig barns yesterday is manure playing a role up here where you're at Oh yeah, it's a big part of, you know, if, if guys have hogs or turkeys, chickens or cattle for that matter, it's a, it's a, it's a big part of their operation, um, you know, as far as a nutrient provider saving some fertilizer. Uh, we demoed a S97 last week to a customer with a Kloss Lexion and randy peterson the product guy was out and they were claiming that was 260 270 bushel corn wow but the farmer said that that's that gets a very heavy dose of hog manure every year that's the magic stuff isn't it yep <laughs> yep liquid candy i guess liquid candy as long as you as long as you shower for, for corn i guess not for human <laughs> consumption <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I talked to at least a few dealers, and I said, "If you tasted manure, oh yeah, <laughs> I've tasted manure. You haven't worked it. You haven't worked if you haven't tasted manure." <laughs> you, you know, I grew up with dairy cattle, and the worst job we had on the farm, we we had a forty-two stanchion, forty-two stall barn. Yeah, and had the old barn cleaner that went around and brought it out. You know, dumped it out in the manure spreader outside, and. I don't know if times were tough there that one year, but the the chain was so shot that you couldn't empty the clean the gutters out every day unless that chain would fall off once or twice. And so you had the in the milk house were the resident gloves <laughs> you put on, and then you had to go kind of kind of halfway try to straddle the manure spreader and stand in there to get the chain back on and then your hands kind of still reeked like it the rest of the day but uh, i think the following year dad splurged and bought a new chain <laughs> so so i've got a buddy who worked in dairies as a uh, as a high schooler and one of his his job, I guess he was the smaller one that could do it, but his job was to go inside the manure tank and use a sawzall to saw the placentas off the auger. <laughs> and he said, he said, sometimes when I do this, when I'm doing my current job, I, I, I he has like a corporate job. He's like, sometimes I'm doing my current job and I daydream about being back in that manure tank sawing well, the, just sawing a the simple, Just a simple off. thing. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Just. <laughs> it's like how Dyke says that his favorite job is pressure washing manure spreaders. <laughs> something you don't have to think about it you does, just do it doesn't take weeks or months to find out if you did your job right either there's still manure on it or not <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's true so guys are going to have some money to spend because they've got some yields coming in they weren't expecting and we know that the pipeline for equipment uh particularly new equipment has been somewhat restrained but you are the master of finding equipment no one else can find. What do you got out there for people to buy off the lot today? Oh, today we have... Uh, I saw you had a bunch of combines. Are they sold? No, there I got some around. I mean, uh, I got a, S, a couple-year-old S97, maybe a little above ours. We got a 78 out on a demo, I guess. A couple R66s on the lot I got coming in. Uh, uh, two-year-old 96 i got some heads coming in i got a uh, 
just picked up a lease return 765e track tractor these guys got to come see you because i mean and you have a pile of mid-range and compact tractors which are very very handy not just around the farm but for 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 acreage people who are looking to do projects you got a bunch yeah you know that give or take 100 horsepower and smaller tractor loader tractor or no loader that market's been kind of a slowly growing market and i remember sitting or talking to my agco rep last year in september and he said, you know, if you think you're going to need it at all next year, you just better order everything right now. Yeah. And so I sat down one evening at home and looked at what we'd sold the last couple years. And I scratched down what I think we can sell. And I put in one heck of an order and <laughs> thought to myself, is this a good idea or a bad idea? But the stuff has slowly trickled in and it's slowly trickled back out. Like right now, I must have seven, eight used loader tractors. Uh, you know, all coming from new masses that we sold. Yeah, um, so and, and they're and they're super convenient to have. Yep. You know, guys have uh, you're, you're for the listeners there. You're hearing the grain cart come by our way and the combine coming down the row. We are not kidding. These are not fake sound effects. This is we are actually out here. So, um, you know, again, speaking to that situation of less new equipment being available from all manufacturers. Um, getting the combines in and combines and planters and all of it to do major repairs major upgrades over winter becomes a bigger part of what they do wouldn't you say it it really is and and last winter we had a combine meeting right after harvest first of december and you think well that's kind of an odd time of year to have a combine meeting but i wanted to have it then so that people could talk about what happened this past fall what problems did you have what do you need to fix what do you want to improve upon and then let's get going on that right away because it 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 takes a while to get product it might take a while to get parts and so let's get that stuff scheduled and get it in and like now the weather's nice uh if you're done let's get the combine in get it in the shop get it fixed up get it back home and you can have it in the shed for winter service times that stuff can be serviced are finite you know the amount of hours that the techs can put on pre-ordering parts things like that it pays to get your your yourself in line yeah and and like right now there's no penalty for doing that because you know you're going to have it ready and cost wise it's probably less than what it will be next summer yeah and secondly we can put it on your agco plus and it's 180 days you don't pay for it do you do a year-end program for your parts uh, for, for them to come in over winter? Yeah, so with the with the Agco Plus 180 days off, I believe, I would need to clarify, but I believe if you do a PM360 plan, preventative maintenance plan, I believe there's 10% off the Agco parts. Yeah, yeah. Well, it looks like he's wondering what we're doing. He's pulled up. He's either <laughs> he's going to run us through the combine or he wants to come talk to us. I'm interested to see how much of me goes in the bin as, as useful and how much goes out the back as fodder. Uh, I don't <laughs> want to go through the combine. No, no. <laughs> that'd be like drowning. I think that'd be a horrible death. It'd be a horrible, horrible death. And, and uh, you know, I'm a little bit, uh, uh, a little bit more well-fed than you are. I might get hung up in the header. Uh, I don't know. I'm gathering chains to take you apart in that auger and finish it up. (laughs) Well, 
Thank you for being on the show. This is this is Kyle Smith from Midway Farm Equipment, Mountain Lake, Minnesota, coming to you from a field where we are about to be attacked by a dog. Kyle, thanks for being on the hey, show, my always friend. Always a pleasure. Take care. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I know I did. I also hope you'll keep tuning in for more insight, discussion, and maybe a few laughs. And if you'd like to join us on the program and tell us about your harvest, just send us a message by connecting with us on social media. The Harvest Trail Podcast is a production of Agricultural Dealers United and brought to you by some of the best dealers in the business. You can find previous episodes on your favorite podcast platform or at theharvesttrailpodcast.com. The show's produced by Rich Williams, and I'm your host, Jeff Michaels. Until next time, may your bins overflow and the fuel bill stay reasonable. May the bean dust stay on the outside of the cab and the stalk stay out of the tires. And may someone else have to blow out the radiator. Have a great, safe, enjoyable, and bountiful harvest from all of your friends right here at the Harvest Trail Podcast.